Hello, friends. Thank you for listening to the Joanna Beck podcast. I pray that this message blesses you. And for more information about Joanna Beck Ministries, visit joannabeck.com and Joanna Beck Ministries on all social media outlets. Hello, friends. Today, I want to talk to you about what is the importance of making disciples. Jesus wanted to make sure that he didn't just have fans, but that he had disciples. Many people are big fans and follow Jesus until it costs them something they want. Many people focus everything on being a believer of Jesus Christ. Becoming a believer is imperative, but it's just the first step of our life as a Christian. Being a believer isn't the only thing. In fact, James 2.19 tells us, you believe that there is one God, you do well. Even demons believe and tremble. It shouldn't be hard for people to figure out if you love Jesus or not. Because of our salvation, there is a clear distinction that we are not who we used to be and we are not like those who have yet to follow Jesus. We are on a journey, and because we're on a journey, it should be obvious to others that we are headed somewhere and following someone. The process of sanctification is both a beautiful one, but an obvious one. Think about Jesus. He spoke in parables, but he did not live in one. It wasn't hard for people to figure him out. It was very obvious for anyone who encountered him to know who he belonged to. I believe that it should be the same about us. I want to give you a few differences between a believer and a disciple. A believer believes in Jesus as his savior, but lives to please himself, lives for the everyday world. A disciple believes in Jesus as his Lord and lives his life to please God. A believer goes to church to hear the word of God. A disciple goes to church to do the word of God, lay hands on the sick, deliverance, healing. A believer exalts their opinions, their feelings, and their thoughts above the word of God. A disciple exalts the word of God above their feelings and thoughts and opinions. That's why you see in our ministry, I won't give you my opinion on something if I cannot back it up with the word of God. And it should be the same for your life. A believer is accountable to no one. A disciple is accountable to everyone. A believer serves God based on convenience. A disciple serves God based on conviction. A believer thinks money and possessions belong to them and they control it. A disciple believes money and possessions belong to God and he controls it. A believer seeks the blessings of God. A disciple seeks the will of God and blessings follow. 
When you tell countries that have nothing and the people in this world that have nothing about Jesus and the miracles he does and the salvation he freely gives, they run for him with hunger and expectancy. They are on fire for God. And they go with expectancy to every opportunity they have to hear more about Jesus and God's word. They don't sit home on Sunday to watch a football game. They travel for miles and miles in the heat or in the rain, carrying their children, carrying their belongings to go and hear the word of God. They have a hunger in them to see God show up and that he does. When we hunger for God, he will show up and we will see it. Are you hungry for Jesus? Do you live life with an expectancy to see God show up daily? Jesus said he wants to be the center of your life. That means you are to turn to him Monday through Sunday. Christ did not die for you to pick and choose when you want him to be involved in your life. Christ did not die for you to pick and choose when you want to be a disciple or when you just want to be a follower or when you just want to be a believer. You cannot pick and choose what Bible verses you like best and want to apply to your life because guess what? They all apply today, tomorrow, and forever. There will come a day when you stand before God and you say, Lord, I went to church. You know me. I prayed. You know me. I'm a Christian. You know me. And he will say, I do not know you. Why? Because you've been lukewarm for him. Faith without works is dead. And God wants us to serve him wholeheartedly. He does not appreciate any half-hearted effort. Revelation 3 verses 15 and 16 warns us, warns us against being lukewarm and teaches us that it is not acceptable to God. His desire is that we be red hot, on fire, stirred up and excited about him, his word, his principles and his will for our lives. Romans 2 11 be enthusiastic to serve the Lord, keeping your passion towards him boiling hot, radiate with the glow of the Holy Spirit and let him fill you with excitement as you serve him. Lukewarm people are deceived into thinking they are doing what they should be doing when in fact they are not. For example, you go to church as an obligation, but in reality, you really don't want to be there. God is moving right now. God is moving right now. He's sweeping across the world. He's sweeping across the United States. So we can either get on board and move with him or remain rebellious and get left behind. And as far as I'm concerned, life is not worth living if Jesus is not the center of it. Sadly, many people waste most of their lives before they realize this is true. And it's even more sad that some people never realize it at all. God never does anything halfway, and neither should we. The first commandment of God is that we love him, him, not yourself. You love him with your whole heart, soul, and mind. 
It says it in Matthew 22, verses 37 and 38. Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Jesus isn't looking for fans. He's looking for disciples. Disciples that are on fire for him. A true disciple is not perfect, but sincere. They do not get stuck when troubles arise. They keep moving forward with Jesus. They are hungry for Jesus and every day live with an expectancy to see him show up. They are hungry for God's word and continue to study it. They are set apart by their desperation for God. Jesus changes a true disciple from the inside out. They are no longer who they were when you knew them. A disciple is not lukewarm, but on fire. They cannot be shaken. They cannot be moved. They stand on a foundation of God's word. He loves you and he wants you to follow him, but Jesus will not push you. He is a gentleman and he will not come into where he's not asked. He lets you decide if you want to just believe or be a disciple. He lets you decide if you're going to be lukewarm or not. Just remember, we will all go before God one day and you, and would you rather have him say the words, well done, my good and faithful servant, or I do not know you. Jesus taught us in Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20, that the disciples are too. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of age, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. A true disciple follows the commands and teachings of Jesus. In Ephesians 4, 11 through 14, it says, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for edifying the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. We are to learn about Jesus and learn how to teach others to become disciples. Our goal is stated in verse 13, to the measure and stature of the fullness of Christ. That means to be like Jesus. So that we grow up and are children and are not children that are tossed to and fro by false doctrines. It is time to be like Jesus. It is time to be a disciple. Shame on those who are feeding people half full of the truth because the true gospel that fire breathing 
heart transforming, dead man rising, hard but holy revelation of revival is far too often dismantled and reconstructed into a counterfeit copy designed to keep people comfortable rather than convicted, happy rather than holy. Don't miss what matters most because it's hard to hear. It's time to be bold and speak up. Whether people like it or not, the seed will be planted. The true gospel and being a disciple can be quite offensive, but it's also very, very freeing. In an age where we can filter anything to fit our feelings, all I see when I look around are so many that prioritize comfort over truly seeking the cure, which is Jesus and Jesus alone. Matthew 5, 6, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. It is time to make disciples. But first, we must be a disciple. Thank you for listening to the Joanna Beck podcast. For more information, go to joannabeck.com and Joanna Beck Ministries on all social media outlets.